0: disgusted, but I'm disgusted with both sides. I'm disgusted by the fact that the Democrats were too freaking lazy to look into him, and I'm disgusted that the Republicans just took him on face value. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interest in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate and... If you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I am Jennifer Nassour, and I am your Political Contessa. It is so wonderful to be back here with you, 2023, and Oh, my God, there is already so much political news. It's just even difficult to figure out what topic, what do I talk about? How do I keep it at a normal time frame? Because I'm inundated with information. The news cycle is absolutely insane. Every time we turn around, there's something else, whether it's the speaker vote that took 15 ballots or... George Santos, which just as a little hint is the topic of today, or finding documents that belong to the government in Biden's home in Maryland. I mean, in De- Delaware, sorry. All of this, such interesting, interesting, fascinating news. At some point, maybe we will have a lull. I doubt it. That's kind of a joke. 2023 is going to be the kickoff for 2024. We're just getting started here. But I digress. Let's move on to my interesting topic of the week, which I feel is George Santos. Now, you might not know who George Santos is. Let me paint a picture. Did you see inventing Anna? Anna Delvey? Sorkin? Kind of the same character, only this guy got himself elected as a member of Congress. And yes, I will confess he is a Republican, a Republican member of Congress. He's from New York. He's from Congressional District 3, which goes on to Long Island, also known as the Nassau Nassau County. Nassau County Republicans, just a little shout out, because that's where I got my political start was Nassau County, New York. And so I know how those guys function, and I know that they're not into any BS, and they don't want characters making them look bad. And that's exactly what George Santos did. So George Santos is currently a disgraced politician, as far as I'm concerned. He lied about his family heritage. He lied about his education. He lied about his finances, his personal finances. And he lied about his career. He lied about his family heritage like he said he was Jewish and that he is, um, he comes from a family of Holocaust survivors, but he doesn't. He says that he's half black, but he was holding a sign up about... White lives in Congress the other day. I don't know. I'm trying to forget everything that this guy does. He's deceptive. He's dishonorable. He's unworthy for not just that office, not just Congress, but any level of office. This guy claims that he embellished his resume and used a poor choice of words. Seriously, that's what he says, to describe his career. He embellished his resume? No, no, no. He flat out lied. I don't know what these fake words that people use these days are, but to me, it's called a flat out lie. He claimed that his mother died on September 11th, but she actually died in 2016. Hmm. Very interesting. Somehow or another, I'm going to pick on both sides. There was no opposition research done on this guy. The Democrats and the Democratic Congressional Committee failed to do any opposition research, let him walk into this position. I mean, by the way, he won by uh, it was like eight or 14 points. He he really blew the Democrat out of the off out of the water, Um But he ran in 2020 the first time. So there was information on him, but no one saw this coming. The Republicans, too. And and again, my hometown Republicans in Nassau County, what the hell happened there? How did you let this guy get in there? And now you say that you're not supporting him, but you should have supported him in the first place. He's a liar and he makes all of us look bad. This guy is under investigation for the use of a stolen checkbook in Brazil. So just in case um, Speaker McCarthy doesn't get a set of balls and get rid of this guy, he might be put in jail down in Brazil. The Nassau County GOP chair, Joe Cairo, said that Santos has ran a campaign of deceit, lies and fabrication Again, wow, he's a fraud. He sounds so similar to Anna Delvey. Only her story was so cool, so interesting. How she was able to sham people and not let them see who she really was for so long. This guy got caught a little bit sooner because of the chairmans of the uh, of the speaker fight, and that's the only reason he got caught was because he was a vote for McCarthy. And someone did their homework and exposed him. He's a fake and a fraud. He should not be looked up to. He is not a model of who we want in office. We want people who have character. We want people who have values and morals and come in with strength that come in with some knowledge that come in on their own merit and not making up that they went to NYU or that they went to Baruch, not saying that they were on sports teams that they weren't on. And okay, fine, whatever. That's, that's something you want to say, but don't lie about your education. Don't lie that you worked for Goldman Sachs and you didn't at all. Don't lie that you came from a family history of people who were persecuted. That's terrible. Bruce Blakeman, who is the county executive in Nassau County, and actually I worked with Bruce a million years ago, was on TV the other day blasting this guy. Bruce is Jewish. It's horrible. It is so offensive, everything this guy has done. Yet, he has not been ousted out of Congress. Now, look, I I get it. He was elected. He was elected fairly. He was elected, well, I don't know if I want to say legally, but he was elected by the people in his district. And again, he was elected by a sweeping majority, but they thought that they were electing someone else. They didn't know who they were electing. And here's my problem in politics is that someone needs to stand up every once in a while and call out the bullshit, because if this was a member of Congress on the left, McCarthy and everyone else would be all over, whether it's Pelosi or Jeffries, would be all over them about their member and about how they should admonish this member of Congress for being a liar and a fraud and a fake and being deceitful. But yet we're not doing it. And so I don't want people like that in office. I don't want people like that in leadership. I think that we need to set good examples. And unfortunately, you know, in this case, I am going to rag on McCarthy a bit. The speaker should take action. If for no other reason. And to show his strength and to show that this behavior would not be tolerated by anyone, even with the stakes so high where our numbers in Congress are so close. Again, if this happened on the left, the Republican leader would call for heads to be rolling. We need to call out the hypocrisy. We need to call. I call out the hypocrisy on the left all the time, but I feel like I need to call out our own, too, because I want a new generation of leaders. I want leaders out there who aren't in office for a lifetime and because they can't have any other career outside of the dome of a legislature or the dome of Congress. But because they are in there fighting for what is right, they're fighting for the people that they represent, and they're fighting for the people who maybe don't really have anyone who's fighting for them. Like in this case, George Santos's constituents are going to sit there and suffer for the next two years because he's going to be fighting for his own life and not fighting for them. Santos was elected, and I always hope that elections correct themselves. I believe in term limits, but if you don't, that's what the election process is for. Vote out the shitheads that you don't like and vote in someone you do. However, if this guy won't resign, I really think that leadership needs to call him out and put him into a corner until the 2024 election. They need to freeze him out. And they need to teach others a lesson that being a liar, even in politics, is just not okay. Be honest, be fair, be smart, and go into public office for the right reasons. Vote for people for office for the right reasons. Because you like their policies, you believe in their character, maybe go and do some research and know who these people are. By the way, we have the amazing benefit in these days of Google and being able to look into someone's background. If you're going to run for office, do your own background check. Do your own opposition research. If you're going to help a candidate, Google them, check them out. But this is so embarrassing. I've been calling this guy out for over, for about a month now, as soon as I started seeing some bits and pieces of news on him. I'm disgusted, but I'm disgusted with both sides. I'm disgusted by the fact that the Democrats were too freaking lazy to look into him. And I'm disgusted that the Republicans just took him on face value because he's a young gay guy who made up all this crap that is false. And I really feel sad for the constituents in his district that were sold a bill of goods, and now they really don't have anyone who's representing them. That's sad. That's unfortunate. And I hope that you listening understand the value of having someone elected to office who is going to stand on their values and their morals and their laurels and be honest and be a good player and be a good steward of representation. I think that's what we should all want, especially in 2023 when like I started this podcast off saying there's so much to talk about and we're only in the first month of 2023 and yet the hits keep coming. So thank you for listening to me here on Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, your Political Contessa. And I look forward to talking to you soon. In the meantime, stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com.